Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I'm glad that I can spend time with you. Let us pray and ask the Lord to really open our eyes to see the light of His truth and also help us to hear the voice of His Spirit. Let us pray. Father, we thank You, Lord, that we can spend time with You and read the Word and understand the way to walk and live in the Spirit, Lord. Lord, we know that Your Spirit is our helper, our counselor, our healer. And our Lord advice. Therefore, we want to learn about Him, Lord. In Jesus' name, we come to you, Lord. Amen. Amen. We would like to continue to talk about how to walk and live in the Spirit of God. The realm of the Holy Spirit is something out of the natural, but He revealed Himself to us in the natural realm. I know that it takes experiences. In order to understand more how to walk with the Spirit, we don't want just to learn the doctrine or theology, but we want to really experience the move, the touch, the reality, the guidance, and the power of the Holy Spirit. I would like to thank God that I myself have had a lot of experiences with the Holy Spirit, and I tell you the truth. It's so good to really live a life being filled with the Holy Spirit. In the book of Ephesians, chapter 5, verses 17 to 18, the Bible says, "Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. What is the Lord's will? Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit." The Bible commands us. To be filled with the Holy Spirit, this is not a request, this is not just a suggestion, but it's a command of the Lord. Therefore, as believers, all of us should desire to be filled with the Holy Spirit on a regular basis, not just a one-time experience that happened 20 years ago. It is God's will for us to be continually filled with the Holy Spirit, walk, and live in the Spirit. Be led by the Spirit and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. We should be spiritual Christians. We should not be carnal Christians who are controlled by the sinful nature or the corrupted mind or the things of the world. When we want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, we should not be too uptight or tense. We should relax in order to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And when we are relaxed, we are not tense, we are not uptight. He can minister to us, fill us, and lead us. I would like to compare the Holy Spirit to the wind. Actually, the Bible called the Holy Spirit the wind of God. So when we want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, we are like a boat with a sail, and we learn how to let the wind of God really push our sail or the boat forward. We just need to relax and let the Holy Spirit really lead us and push us. 
and really control us. We need to think about the Holy Spirit as the living water in order to swim in the river of God, in the living water. We need to relax and learn how to float in the water. We surrender and yield to the Holy Spirit. We are like an eagle. We put up our wings and soar in the wind of the Spirit. In order to soar with the wind of the Holy Spirit, we should relax. We should not be uptight and fight with the wind. We do not need to force ourselves to receive the Holy Spirit. We just come by faith and trust God and relax and yield and surrender. We just love Him and we want to be filled with His presence. The Holy Spirit is God. Therefore, we should love Him. And when we love Him and depend on Him, we can surrender to Him easily. And He will fill us again and again and again. On Sunday, when I go to church and I worship God, I just relax and cry out to God, Lord, open heaven, pour your Holy Spirit on me. And He come in and fill me up. And I can feel the presence of God on my body, in my heart, in my life. We wait for His presence with an open arms to receive Him. The infilling of the Holy Spirit comes as a direct result of our request to Him. We need to pray. The Lord Jesus said that when we ask for the Holy Spirit, He will give the Holy Spirit to us. I would like to mention about seven distinct steps to pray to receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Number one, the prayer of confession. We confess and acknowledge who God is. Genesis chapter 14, verse 22. But Abraham said to the king of Sodom, I have raised my hand to the Lord, God most high, the Lord God most high, creator of heaven and earth. And I have taken an oath. You see that the Bible called God the Lord most high, the creator. We need to confess and recognize who God is when we pray. In 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 36, at the time of sacrifice, the prophet Elijah stepped forward and prayed. He wanted the Holy Spirit to come and minister. Look at how he prayed. Oh Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known today that you are God in Israel, that I am your servant and have done all these things at your command. So when we pray, we need to confess and recognize who the Holy Spirit is. Oh Father, you are the Almighty God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I want the Holy Spirit, my Almighty God, to fill me. You need to recognize who He is. The prayer of confession with our mouth, who the Holy Spirit is. Number two, supplication. The Bible says, let your request be made known to the Lord. Many people's entire prayer life seem to be concentrated on needs and desires. Of course, our personal needs and desires are worthy of God's attention. But we should also have a desire for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. We should ask Him to fill us. 
with His presence. We want His presence. We want to live a spirit-filled life. Ask God. Number three, adoration. So our heart to be full of praise and worship and adoring who He is. He is our healer. He is our advisor. He is our great helper. He is the Almighty God. We adore Him in His heart when we pray. We should adore Him, recognize who He is. We ask Him to fill us. And not only that, we should live a life of intimacy. We should really come close to Him, have a desire to approach the throne of grace. We should pray, Lord, I want to be close to You. I want You to fill me right now. The reason we should have intimacy because the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He will never force Himself on anyone. Therefore, we should approach Him and come close to Him in our spirit with the desire of intimacy. I want to have a really close relationship with you. The Holy Spirit never places demands on our prayer life. When we say, help me prayer, He is ready to respond. So we should come with intimacy, have a close relationship with Him, have a desire to be close to the Holy Spirit. Number five, we should practice intercession. The Spirit reveals things to us. He does not focus on our selfish needs or wants. The focus is for somebody else or for the kingdom of God. He will place names and faces of people before us. We then intercede in prayer for them. If you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, you need to be God-centered in your heart. You need to be kingdom-centered in your heart. Lord, I want you to help me to pray. What can I pray to build your kingdom, for your will to be done? What can I pray for other people who are in need, Lord? You focus on helping other people because that is the heart of God. The heart of God is compassion, love, mercy. So you yield to the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit to help you to pray according to the will of God. If you have that lifestyle, you're going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. On Sunday, when I stand in the church service, I always pray, God, oh Lord, help me to pray for your people in this house that they will be healed, they will be delivered, they will be used by you, you will revive them. Oh Lord, I pray that you will give me the word to say during preaching, you will give me the words of wisdom to share on the pulpit so that I can be the blessing to them. You want to bless them, use me to be your mouth, use me to be your eyes. I want to bless other people, use me Lord. And when you have that attitude that the Lord can use you to intercede or to pray for people, to bless people, He will fill you up. You need to have that kind of attitude, kingdom-oriented blessing of God upon you so that you can bless other people. So intercession, the heart of intercession is so important. Not only that, you should have the thanksgiving heart, thankful heart. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57, but thank be to God, He gave us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. When we approach God for the infilling of the Holy Spirit, we should have the thankful lifestyle 
everything we say, everything we do, everything that happened to our life, you say, thank you, Lord, for this. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for your power. Always be thankful. When you pray, you praise God. You give honor and glory to God. We praise Him with our mouth. We praise Him with the heavenly language or in tongues. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18 say, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. We should allow the Holy Spirit to pray through us and praise God to us. We should pray always and be thankful and praise God. When you yield to the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to work in you, to fill you up, you want to praise God. So you cooperate with the Holy Spirit by being thankful, by praising God, worshiping God. You say, use me for the kingdom to be the blessing to other people. This kind of attitude of prayer is so important to be filled with the Holy Spirit. All these things that I share with you are so important in the attitude of your heart when you pray and when you really connect to the Holy Spirit so that the Holy Spirit can work in your life and fill you on a regular basis. Are you ready for God's heavenly breeze or wind to fill your cell? It starts with salvation. When you confess your sin, and commit your life to follow Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Christ talked about the wind when he discussed redemption with Nicodemus. That is the first wind, the wind of the Holy Spirit that leads people to repentance and to be born again. John chapter 3, 7 to 8. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. The Lord Jesus told Nicodemus to be born again. And the person who helped mankind to be born again, to come to repentance and to recognize that Jesus Christ is the Savior, is the Holy Spirit. He's the wind that moves in the heart of people. The Holy Spirit can help you to be born again. I remember before I was born again in 1981, I can sense that there's somebody talking to me to come back home, to be a child of God. At that time, I did not understand who was speaking to my heart at that time. But later on, when I look back, oh, the wind of the Holy Spirit really spoke to my heart to give my life to Jesus and to accept God as my Father. That is the first wind, the wind of spirit that helps us to be born again. But the Holy Spirit is also described as a second wind, a wind of power. The first one, a wind of salvation. Now, a wind of power. Acts chapter 2, verse 2. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house 
where they were sitting. The wind of the Spirit is rushing and mighty, very powerful. It is a power that will set your life in motion. We must begin to be filled and continually filled with the wind of the Spirit after we were born again. I would like to see every believer to be filled with the wind of the Spirit, to be filled with the power of God, to be Christ's witnesses. Ezekiel chapter 36 verses 26 to 27 say, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you. You notice the word move you, move you. The wind of God moved you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. This is the promise of God in the Old Testament that God wants to pour His Spirit on His people. And the power of the Holy Spirit will change the heart and the spirit of people on the inside to be more pure and righteous. And not only that, the power of the Holy Spirit will move you and me to do God's will, to follow His commands. I know and I know that I can serve God today. I love to worship God, to go to church and preach the gospel and do whatever the Bible says because the Holy Spirit is moving on the inside of me. I am a human being. I have a sinful nature. My original sinful nature really leads me to do wrong thing. But the Spirit of God changed my heart, give me a new heart so that I can do what God say. Problems and adversaries continue to exist in our life and we battle them. However, the Father's battle plan is to put His Spirit within us so that we can follow His decrees, His commandments and His truth. He wants to make it easy for us to keep His law to obey Him and to follow His will. It is difficult and almost impossible to succeed in keeping God's commandments by our own strength. God does not expect us to do that. We need help. We need power. Whom should we turn to to get the power? God the Father and the Son are in heaven. The Holy Spirit is the one we desperately need to know and to follow and depend on His power. Ezekiel chapter 39, verse 29, I will no longer hide my face from them, for I will pour out my Spirit on the house of Israel, declares the Sovereign Lord. The moment the Holy Spirit fills our life and becomes a part of our life, God will begin to help us with His power. His face will begin to shine on us. God the Father desires for us to receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit on a regular basis. This is why the disciple in the early church obeyed Jesus' command. In Luke chapter 24, verse 49, I am going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. I would like to encourage you to obey this command of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you are a believer and you have never been filled with the Holy Spirit, I would like to encourage you to ask the 
Lord Almighty, to fill you with the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues. You can pray with me now, or you can go to your pastor or your leaders, get lay hand on and ask the Holy Spirit to fill you, or you can listen to the sermon and ask the Holy Spirit to come upon you and fill you. I'm going to pray for you right now that you will be filled with the Holy Spirit. If you were filled with the Holy Spirit in the past, let us fill with the Holy Spirit again. Father in heaven, open heaven, Lord, and pour your Holy Spirit on my brothers and sisters, Lord. Right now, Lord, the Holy Spirit come on them and you train them how to be filled with the Holy Spirit on a regular basis, Lord. And they will continually be filled with the Holy Spirit. They will learn how to walk in the Spirit. They'll learn how to relax, to yield, to surrender, learn how to pray and to seek your face, to be hungry and thirsty for the living water, Lord. They'll learn how to be led by the Holy Spirit, Lord. Fill them, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Wow, God bless you. And I believe that you understand more about the Holy Spirit. You need to live a prayer life and learn how to pray. When I say pray, I don't mean that you need to kneel down at your bedside or at the couch and pray. You pray all the time. You have a prayer life that you intercede, you praise God, you have intimacy with God, you ask Him, you always depend on Him and let Him use you to be the blessing to the nations. God bless you. Thank you so much. And I would like to really meet you again in other teachings in this series. Listen to many, many teachings in this series. I would like to thank you so much for spending time with me. Please like and subscribe to our channel. God bless you. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.